Um, so I, I was, you know, um, when I took my first listen, I, I was amazed by it. And um, I think, uh, I don't know if it was just me, but I, I picked up kind of a, a Hitchcock, Herman vibe to the music. Was there any influences that you or Duncan, you know, wanted to take inspiration from? or? Um, I think you know, maybe subconsciously, because uh, I can hear that influence. But going into it, I didn't try to think. Uh, I didn't go into it thinking I'm going to channel you know, Bernard Herman to the best that I can. Um, but there are some moments where I think, oh, well, that was influenced uh, in some way. But yeah. really when I, I think composers, or at least in my case, I'm kind of a byproduct of all the music I've ever listened to. Right. Yeah, and... And also, but but I've also tried to study it to understand how it works and try to be able to hopefully, um, you know, take influences and and be influenced by rather than in a situation where I've got to copy this person. And so the answer is I didn't intentionally go after any uh, in any of that kind of sound, but I think it's there. Although I will say in the main titles. Um, Paul and I had the discussion of how it's kind of fun to have a main title. Uh -huh. They seem to be, they seem to be becoming less common where you have, you know, it's the dedicated two, three, four minutes of film where there's nothing happening. No right. one's talking, no one's walking. It's just, uh, and in this case, that's what it is. It's two and a half minutes of aerial photography outside of Chicago. Um, and so let's write music that sets it up. And so we did have that conversation where it was felt a little clear, it felt a little kind of Hitchcockian, as you said, to have that opportunity to to turn something that's not inherently uh, doesn't inherently have tension, like the the, the opening photography of a train in the Chicago, uh -huh. and try to give it some weight and some heft and, and some uh, you know create some drama for that. And so that was kind of the goal of the main titles. And I think, you know, in principle, we did think of something like you know, North by Northwest, or right. just. But it was never. It was not intended to be a direct musical reference. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so when, um, so when you're writing, you know, to picture or into to, you know, the film overall, what's more important um, to you when you're writing? Is it plot or character? Uh, well, I think I think a great plot is driven by by characters and vice versa. You know, um, it, it's hard for me to. I mean, the, there are certain things you have to distinguish because, regardless of what the plot is, you're still writing for how someone is experiencing it. But um, I, I don't. I don't know. I think it's. I think the answer is both. Right. You know, it's. But there there may be instances where you need to play what a person may be feeling against what's happening in the actual plot. Uh, and vice versa, you may have to play you know, the tension of a plot that's going on against whatever a person might be feeling at that given moment. Yeah, and so, I, I, yeah, I think the best answer I can give is both. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, that's good, that's fair. Um, what I loved about the score is how you're how you're able to balance, I think, suspense and I guess more, uh, you know, more sweeping, emotionally driven cues. Uh, what do you find is the hardest emotion to convey through music? 
Um, probably humor, if humor is an emotion, uh-huh. <laughs> which I, I, don't, I don't know that it can be really classified as an emotion, but I think, you know, comedy gets kind of uh, dismissed sometimes as somehow a lesser art form, you know, musically, <laughs> but I think it's also partly because it's very, very difficult to do well in a way that doesn't sound like you're trying to do funny music, you know, squeeze, squeeze the clown nose and, you know, ratchets and slide whistle. (laughs) Uh, And that's, that's an extreme obviously, but I think people who do comedy very, very well, um, you know, again, I think it's kind of a rare thing. Yeah. It's it's a hard, it's a hard score to do. I mean, all the comedy scores that I, I love, actually are if you listen to them on their own they're like you know they're serious and i think that's what's humorous about it they play it serious you know to what's comically going on the screen yeah and you know, alma bernstein is of course kind of the poster mm-hmm. child for that sort of thing um all right so well i guess to to wrap things up i always like to ask composers um if you had the opportunity to rescore any film in the history uh a film with no disrespect to the original composer, uh, which film would you choose? Rescore any film. That's, that's hard because films, once you see a film, you know, the music is kind of uh, an inherent part of that film. You know? And so changing the music changes the film itself. So, what would, uh, so what as far would, as rescoring, <laughs> what would you like to take a crack at? I, I, <laughs> yeah, uh, I guess the way that I'll answer it is I I love what Pixar does. Uh-huh. Um, and obviously, I'm not the only one. I think they they create uh, they're fantastic stories storytellers. They create worlds that I think people want to be in for two hours or and a half with them, and they create really. Uh, uh, fertile opportunities for for music. Um, you know, something like Finding Nemo, I think, would be really really fun. But I think you know Tom Newman who did such a fantastic job at that. I, I would I would never say, "Well, I'd love to go back and and, <laughs> and try that again." <laughs> uh, you know, same thing with something like I think any of any of those movies. I would uh, I would be thrilled to have an opportunity to do. Which I'm sure, yeah, I'm not, the only, I'm not the only composer who would feel that way. I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> um, well, I guess that's uh, all I have, but uh, thanks so much uh, for your time. It was a real pleasure. Sure, glad to do it. Mm-hmm.